No, Mike, so obviously you did the primary research for this episode. Father's Day is coming up, um, and I I don't know if you're aware. I hope you are, but I don't think the song Daddy is necessarily celebrating Father's Day the way that the majority of us would. Uh, you know, Nick, but there are uh, plenty of daddies out there who would love, <laughs> who appreciate this day. That's actually very, uh, so you're saying Father's Day is open to all daddies out there. I mean, why not, Nick? <laughs> Sugar Daddies, Daddy Warbucks, GoDaddy. Go. Oh, yes. I always renew my domain on GoDaddy.com. Use coupon code SONGTOPSY at checkout to receive 15% off your domain. Please note, do not attempt that. It will not work. Yes, they are not sponsored by us. But we are talking about Daddy in a way. We, we are. We are, in a way. In a way. Um, on this week's episode, episode of, of the, the Song Topsy Report. Report, we dissect into bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music. I am your host, Mr. Mike Russell.com. Who has taken the reins from me, apparently, this episode. <laughs> and I, uh, I'm Nick Brigadier. And I'm perennial third wheel Steve Trollinger. That's right, Steve. And I'm pretty sure I used that one before. I think it's my first repeat. Oh, wow. Well, did I'm you, sleepy. You did the spare out of the trunk, all right? I'm fucking sleepy. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> This is what you get. This is all. Yes, you, Steve, welcome back. You've been gone for like what three? I've weeks? I've been gone for like three weeks because it wasn't because first I wasn't here, wasn't able to be here for last week, and then we had that week before, and then the week before that it was John Horatio Smith. <sighs> yes, during our uh, episode where we covered all of the problematic artists that we won't discuss. Uh, I'm so sad I wasn't there for that and the piss episode. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, you were close. My end of episode uh, catchphrase would have been. And I'm Steve, Tr- or not, and I'm Steve Trollinger would be, and I'm never pissed on, only pissed off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> quintessential <laughs> Steve and Trollinger right there. Classic Steve. Uh, I wasn't there. But if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and Father's Day is this week. It is, you know, in honor of this of this great holiday. Yes. Um, we're we're going to mix it not up. Not made up bit. whatsoever. <laughs> not an invention of capitalist greed. Shh. Shush. Uh, instead of instead of celebrating our our own fathers or daddies out there, uh, we're gonna tear one down. <gasps> we found a bad daddy. A baddie. <laughs> a baddie. <laughs> He's a baddie. Yeah. So uh, why don't we uh, give a little glimpse of uh, the song we're going into? It is by Dan. D- I'm sorry. Die Ants Antword. Yes. Die Antword. D Antword. Am I D Antword? D Antword. I'm sorry. I- it's Afrikaans for Afrikaan. the answer. Is what it means. For what? The, the answer. The answer. The answer. And the, and the an- question is, who's a bad daddy? <laughs> who's a bad daddy? <laughs> the answer? DeAntward. <laughs> Give him a taste, Nick. All right. All right. <clears throat> so, um, as you can tell, there is a twelve-year-old in the group. A twelve-year-old. I'm glad is... you can tell something. <laughs> now that that twelve-year-old sounding uh, lady is the rapper Yolandi, uh, who is the one of the two rappers in this duo, D'Antwood. And that is not an affected voice. Uh, <laughs> 
That is not. That, that is, is a human being's voice. <laughs> not some sort of horrible nightmare party clown. A real human being's voice. Yeah, that is Yolandi Visser. They're not mutually exclusive. She could be a party clown, too. Um, If you aren't familiar, this is a, a, a big... I mean, these rappers are involved in a relationship together. They are... The two, a, the two members of D'Antward. Yes. They the are two in a relationship together. Are in a relationship. Okay. Yeah, Steve is going to function as the voice for our audience who is not familiar with the trials I and tribulations your of this avatar. very weird, very sexual, South African, artsy-fartsy uh, hip-hop rap duo. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so D'Antward... Uh, which Nick has already mentioned, uh, Afrikaans for the answer. It's a South African hip-hop group formed in Cape Town back in 2008. See if the African. See if the African. Uh, composed Ooh, uh, wow, that's insulting. What? That was... Mine was good. <laughs> Steve, shut up. You said before this that the only phrase you can say in a South African accent is South Africans. Exactly. And he can't even do that. It's tricky. It's hard. It's kind of like... I'm not even going to try. All right, so we have the two rappers. We got Ninja... Mm-hmm. Who? Oh shit! His, which is his full name is Wadika. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> a very traditional South African name. Hold on, let me look up his actual. I was. I, I kind of like Wadika. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I like. I like how Ninja is his. Ninja is his nickname. It's sort of. It's sort of like. Uh, oh, what's your name? Nitro. Oh man, that's a cool nickname. What's your real name? Nitro. <laughs> but I'm working on a nickname. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Watkin Tudor Jones. That is that is his name. Watkin Tudor Jones? Watkin Tudor Jones. Yeah, no. that's not a... That's Ninja. <laughs> way more ridiculous. Ninja. <laughs> so... It's a very fun name, though. So, uh... So these guys, their image, their sound is centered... Their, their whole everything is centered around the culture of Zeph. Are you familiar with Zeph? Very vaguely, but could you Isn't explain Isn't that a Marx it? brother? <laughs> A Marx brother? Yolandi describes Zeph as as the following. She said, it's associated with people who soup their cars up and rock gold and shit. Zeph is, you're poor, but you're fancy. You're poor, but you're sexy. You've got style. Right? And this whole culture was originated um, from, like... From a lot of uh, inspiration from like the 1960s, 1970s. They sounds like millennials to me. <clears throat> yeah. Apparently, it was also a derogatory term to ref- derogatory term to refer to the uh, working class whites. Uh, you know, residents Ugh. of including residents of caravan parks. We got a real problem with those folks over here. Well, they keep they keep voting. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, uh, and it comes from the shortening of the, the name of the Ford Zephyr, a motor car that was popular worldwide from the 50s to the 70s no, in South wasn't. Africa. Yeah. Oh, in South Africa. All right. In South you. Africa. I it was probably the, the only <laughs> option in I jumped South the gun. Africa. These you know how the, everyone drove a Yugo in the 80s, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, pinnacle style. So as most of our artists that do terrible music, these guys have not been out of the limelight of causing controversy. Where... Ninja says um, that there is essentially no racism in South Africa. That, well, <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Now they uh, I, yeah, I forgot. Apartheid ended and then immediately I mean, racism en- also no, ended. I will say this. Not in defense of the ridiculous of apart- bullshit no, he just no, said. No, please, Steve, defend no, no, apartheid. No, 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 no. no. Not, in the, not in defense of the ridiculous bullshit he just said. But compared to, let's say, I don't know, the United States of America... 
South Africa following the end of apartheid actually had, like the government of South Africa after apartheid actually had a, a con- put forward a concerted effort to engineer a national conversation around the history of racism in their country. As opposed to what we as did, opposed which to is we try did. to keep slavery and everything but name. Yeah, as opposed to that and, you know, like have a civil war, put the issue to rest, but then not kind of put it to rest. Like, don't talk about it. Like, just sort of like, all right, it's done. We don't have to talk about it anymore. It's fine, right? It's fine. We never have to say anything. We never say anything ever, any again, ever again. So while the concept of racism being done in South Africa is laughable, they did a much better job of getting to the heart of it than we ever have. Spo- that's verbatim what Ninja said. <laughs> It was close, right? <laughs> Somewhat <laughs> obsolete and a thing of the past for South Africans. <laughs> wow, Steve. Would have thought you and Ninja would you know, have such similar stances on uh, big issues. I was <laughs> also being deeply sexual beings, too. <laughs> I was giving South Africa a check in the wind column. Okay? <laughs> they need it. Um, Ninja was also uh, quoted with uh, talking about Zeph. Where he's like, that you literally don't care what anyone else thinks of you. Like, you represent yourself and your music and how it, you dress and how you think and how you speak. Uh, here, you wanna, here's some Zeph lingo for you. You want to give us some of these? Wait, if it's based on the Zephyr, why is it spelled Z-E-F? Shouldn't it be Z-E-P-H? These guys misspell everything. Oh, all right. On purpose, I assume? Gotta be. Why okay. not? Um, <laughs> hold on, let me get, I hate to just oh, say they're all fucking stupid. Hold on, let me get into it. Let me get into it. South African, South African, South African. Okay, I think I've got Red it. Red leather, yellow leather. Okay, I think I've got it. Uh, there's too many K's in this. <laughs> um, but what is this? Is this South African or is this Canadian? What the fuck? Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Why would a South African need maple syrup? Brana. That no, was Scottish. Uh, Brana. <laughs> Brana Winkvlicke. Brana Winkvlicke. Well, it's fucking Dutch, isn't it? It's like a combination of English and Dutch. Ching, which means money. Uh, is that where so the cha-ching came l- from? Uh... Lutketi, which is gun. Darkies. <laughs> what does that mean, sunglasses. Steve? Which means sunglasses. Vrotelvarki. Uh, which that's a Harry a, Potter spell. Is, yeah, which is... <laughs> it's like Sectum Sempra. Uh, that's a sugar daddy. Karate water, which is brandy. Karate water? Karate... Why are you surprised? You wrote the list. I, I know I did, but then I forgot about that one. <laughs> Graft, working or place of employment. Spawns kind, a softy. Pile, cigarettes. And I hope the listeners are taking notes, because when we get back into the song, peel. you will need a reference. Peel, pile, peel. How do you do it? See if freaking pale. One more fun fact about this band before we dive in. And also, to any listeners who are like, holy shit, after your special episode, you're going to do Diane's word after the whole Zani debacle. D on Twitter. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna dive into that. But let's, I, let's I'm dying to know what the Zani, <laughs> Zani debacle is. Let's, let's keep it fun for now. And uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, fun fact: uh, Ninja and uh, Volandi, Volandi were um, were in the movie Chappie, which was about a reprogrammed robotic police officer. It was about Short Circuit. 
that, mean, that's, that's, that's how I described the movie Chappie. It's, it's it was very, about short circuit. <laughs> I, there's a lot of similarities, I suppose. He was a weapon for the government. Chappie was part of like a police force that turned into a gangster. So a weapon for the government then. Yeah. A robot working for the police force is a weapon for the government. But more gangster. Oh, so it's Short Circuit 2. Oh, did he go gangster in Short Circuit? He joined, a, he joined like the Latin Kings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just imagine a South African gang took over oh, okay. instead of the Latin Kings. So that's, so that's D. Antwerp. Um, D. Antwerp. Nick, who picked this episode subject <laughs> anyway? I picked this one. Don't worry about it. I picked it because of the content of the song. So let's get into the song. Kick. Right. Do you want to resume where we left Just off? Just start where we left well, off. Well, hang on. What, what have we already oh, yeah. heard what, what, yeah, already? What? We have heard... I should replay it so the people at home know what the fuck we're talking about. Yes, and now that we know all of the uh, South African uh, buzzwords, we, uh, we should know exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh. And that was Daddy coming in. <laughs> Daddy's coming. Happy Father's Day once again to all of our listeners. <laughs> Every time daddy. I get my dad a gift, he also goes, yo, uh. Daddy, Daddy, please buy me a sweet. I know you got money. I want that big chocolate bunny in my motherfucking tummy. Oh, my God. Steve's reading from his diary when he was six <laughs> years old on Father's Day. <laughs> oh, you were a little brat, weren't you, Steve? <laughs> I just imagine Steve. I just imagine Steve. The most milk toast insult you've ever you've ever delivered. Oh, you've wounded me. You've cut me to the core, sir. <laughs> no, it's you just... called me a brat when I was a kid. And that he was. Diary, you, that would be bratty. You absolutely were. I can imagine you as six years old, grossly overweight, wearing a little sailor suit for some reason, with chocolate all over your mouth, saying, "Daddy, Daddy, I want another chocolate bunny." Or sorry, as you would, st- you probably would still say it the way you did, Daddy, Father, Father, Dearest I would father, like. Yes, I require chocolate in my tum tum. <laughs> Kindly purchase one for me, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, so all we yeah. know right now is a uh, very helium-sounding uh, child seeming uh, wants a chocolate bunny because she knows that uh, her father. Uh, is employed and has money. Yeah, so or just has money. That you know. dad's got money. So let's uh, let's see what he has to say about the bunny. Now, Mike, before we get any further, I have to ask: Is it possible mm. that daddy doesn't specifically just mean father in the context of this song? I'm going out on a limb here, but I I'm just curious. Nick, well, you know what? It's tough. It's with the context of the song, Nick, mm-hmm. and the kink. That you could say we might come across. Whoa, nobody <laughs> said kink, Mike. Is that going to come into play at some point with D. Antwoord's music? You know what, Nick? Why don't you, you judge it for yourself and you tell me what you think. Well, she requested a daddy purchase sugar for her. so That seems like a pretty uh, innocent thing to ask for to me. <laughs> but yeah, let's find out more. Let's see what dad has to say. Baby girl like rap. Baby girl like fun. Baby girl forgot to wear pennies so smack it on a bum bum. Okay, let's stop there. Man, I hate it when that happens. Has this happened to you? <laughs> your, uh, your your daughter forgets to put on her underwear. Yeah, baby girl like fun. <laughs> baby girl forgot to wear panties, so I smacked her on the bum bum. I mean, that's just old fashioned parenting. Good old fashioned parent. You know, because you know that's the problem. <laughs> Good old fashioned parenting. 
By the way, our longtime listeners will enjoy Mike Russell's new book, Good Old Fashioned Parenting, out in stores next week. Step one, shut up. <laughs> Step two, spank. It's a one-page long book. Okay, Mike, so I guess we clearly know now where on the spectrum of the definition of daddy uh, the song "Daddy" uh, yeah, lies na- on. Now we get it. <laughs> yes, yes. I was on the. I was Verse on... two is where it really kicks in. <laughs> There's uh yeah these the these these mark. two are are playing their roles Doctor. of character. Well, no, Daddy and d- daughter, Daddy. You know, it's but it's, also from what I understand, Ninja and Yolandi have a complicated relationship as well. Yeah, it's it's super complicated because like Ninja's always hooking up with different ladies, and but sh- they're not together. But they had a kid they together have a kid before together. they were deantward, and they also adopted a son. And they've adopted a son, so they have two. So kids they together. ruined two lives. <laughs> wow. Well, just the son's life was gonna be tough no matter what, but. But yeah, so they have a complicated relationship. They perform together. They used to be together. They're not really anymore, but they have two kids together. Yeah, and they have... This is... It's something. And this song very much further complicates that. (laughs) Who'd have thought two people named Ninja and Yolanda would have a complicated relationship? Hey, hey, that's Mr. Ninja to you. (laughs) But let's find out what happens after uh, he uh, smacks baby girl on her bum bum. I bet it's something consensual. (laughs) I don't want this to be one of those songs where we pause every five seconds, but a lot is happening in a very little amount of verse. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard a song be so vague as to say, Daddy liked to make his baby girl do unusual stuff. Not the, not the typical stuff. It's, it's not unusual to do weird things with... Daddy. Now, see, I'm just going to assume, like, if she is a baby girl, maybe he has her open a 401k account at a young age so Ooh. she can learn finance. That's unusual. Ooh, it could be that. <laughs> or I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's anal. <laughs> can I just say up front, this I song like is going to... Nick's better, man. Open it up a 401 account. <laughs> oh, well, let's listen to the rest of the lyrics. We'll see which of us is right. Oh, I mean, Steve, I think you're right. I mean... <laughs> Can I just say up front how difficult it's going to be to make jokes about this song when we don't know, is it the adult Yolandi or is it an actual baby girl? <laughs> Who is it? This song is deeply troubling. That's how they want you to feel, Nick. That, this song, that's, this, that's, that's the whole thrill of the game. Well, that's true art, I guess, to confront you and make you feel deeply uncomfortable about something. I was right. No, don't sit on Daddy's lap. It's a trap. Well, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. What were you going to say? At what age? Oh, I'm putting you guys on the spot right now. At what age should children stop sitting on their parents' lap? This is an unusually complicated <laughs> question, actually, because Why I don't think my parents have ever insisted I sat on their lap. I feel like as a child, there were just times where I wanted to, and then at a certain age, I guess I just didn't want to anymore. Once the child is mobile, and, and I mean that in the sense of they are able to walk, run, jump comfortably using their own two legs. Yeah, but for, but for Steve, you weren't able to do that until last year. You know... 
I've asked you to stop making fun of my car accident on here, Nick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a serious business. Okay, so so he's popping champagne. He's smoking a blunt. Not responsible things to do around your baby girl. <laughs> guys, now, once again, guys, baby- it's not a real. It's not a real baby. It's not a real girl. My, I can't get the image out of my head. <laughs> it's not. It's it, obviously it a, a sugar. Girl? It's obviously a sugar daddy situation. Is it a baby girl? Or is it a baby girl? You guys are into the second one. <laughs> Yo, baby girl, you, what's up? And you two are reading. You two are reading. You two are the perverts. <laughs> what? You two are the ones that are reading that into it. I'm reading the lyrics. And also, you see what you want to see. And also, the, the, this uh, D. Antwoord. I, I, I've listened to some of the other music before, and the song included. They lean into a certain sexual dynamic which is also especially like childishy and i get that some people's thing it's, it's a big little play you know it's wrong and when it's wrong it's yes thrilling. it's taboo so it's there's tab- excitement exactly yeah. you're not you're not supposed and then daddy uh, stop defending this this is a lifestyle steve you don't yeah, kick, steve, don't you're the close-minded shame. one and on pride month no less I'm, am I kink-shaming pedophilia? Is that what's happening here? No, as we've established that she's she not a grown woman. Pretending to be a little girl. Yes. <laughs> it's borderline, but I'll allow it. Are you telling me, Steve? Are you telling me? That pedophilia is wrong? No, yes, I am. Are you saying some people who like seeing their significant others in schoolgirl outfits, despite being both grown adults... Is strange. Yes. What about you, Nick? Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing. Get, let me just let me focus on that one specific scenario. It depends on the psychology behind it. Because if you are with your significant other, and let's say they happen to have like a Catholic like school uniform, uh, and they tried it on for you, that's I that's okay, I guess. Okay. But if there's if you are getting a sexual thrill out of your significant other being purposefully dressed as a person young enough to wear a Catholic schoolgirl uniform, there is an underlying hint of that's the thing that is sexually thrilling to you, which is not as cool. Yeah, what if they're what if they're like a senior in in the brain of the class? Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> they they aren't. That I, is a that is a. I actually I disagree. I can say it skews me out and makes me a little uncomfortable. That would be the police that I called to take you guys <laughs> to jail. We heard there's a ring of pedophiles in here. You're going away for a long time. No, I disagree. It's I, That can skew me out and make me uncomfortable, and you can talk about the thought process behind it, but in the end, it is still two consenting adults. And Yeah, nothing... Yeah. nothing illegal is happening i'm not saying that i'm saying there's a hidden psychology behind why that's sexually thrilling and it has everything to do with a a latent not a latent but a very thinly veiled or not even thinly like deeply buried like desire for uh the flesh of youth if I could put it I as disgusting as possible. Yes, thank you for doing so. <laughs> but I don't youth. What like to, the fuck, Steve? If I could make it as disgusting as possible. That's the title of Steve's erotic thriller. <laughs> but I would argue there's nothing wrong until that then becomes something that they actually do. Thoughts aren't illegal. Slippery slope, slippery slope, slippery slope. <laughs> I'm putting on my putting on my Christian fundamentalist hat. <laughs> slippery slope, slippery slope, slippery slope. 
I think sometimes people just like saying fucked up shit to each other. You know what I mean? And just like like when someone's like talk dirty to me, and you're like, oh, I haven't brushed my teeth in weeks. <laughs> I like it. W- I enjoy it when you appear childish before me. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. I understand where your head is at, Steve, and I will say, you know, a lot of people who, you know, are involved in fetishes often have some, like, like it's it's coming from somewhere, you know? The reason that you, you, you enjoy being dominated or you, you like getting your balls stomped on or, you know, like being called a baby girl. Some people wear diapers, man. It's crazy. Mike, but it's it's their kinks. I mean, what do you what do you want them Mike, to do? Mike, I've begged you time and again to stop going on Reddit. <laughs> it's hurting the ones who love you. Let's well, listen to more and yeah, see if they now, cross the line, Steve. Because I think right now, now that we've gotten all of our stances on pedophilia out of the way, oh yeah, pedophilia is wrong. Leave the kids alone. Took you twenty minutes to say that. She's a grown woman, Steve. I, this is where this is where you just. You're losing me. I, I, I Nick, like, get us under control here. I am likewise intrigued to hear more of what they have to say because you mentioned a controversy also at some point that I'm intrigued to learn more about as well. Right. But which, which on, I will say this: the ninja is f- so fucking crazy. <laughs> He's fucked up. You're, You're not saying wrong. a man who chose to name himself ninja is a little off his rocker. <laughs> Uh, shut the fuck up. Be a good girl and do what daddy say. What a what 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 a great hook. You notice they're they're telling each other shit to do. She's like, buy me shit, buy me chocolate, and he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Come sit over here. I don't now, see the song is relatable when you explain it like that, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, hold on, Mike. Do you understand what a simile is? Because. Because it's not like that. That's what they're doing. <laughs> it might be a simile, though, because I don't know if she actually wants a chocolate bunny. Why not? They're delicious. I mean, yeah, but... I think she wants the chocolate bunny, Nick. Like an actual chocolate bunny. She wants to get it all melty so she can smear it all over her face. It's South Africa. <gasps> they probably come melty. It's very hot there. They have refrigerators. AC. Oh, I don't know about that, Mike. <laughs> no. That doesn't sound like South Africa to me. Oh, no. Okay, but we're getting back into the course. Right, let's, see, let's see what she's got to say. Jessus. Oh, Jessus. <laughs> Praise Jessus. So she wants pajamas. <laughs> pajamas. She wants pajamas. Funky pajamas. Pi- funky pajamas and big yellow bananas. Yeah. So this is where Steve would say, I'm right here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm right here. I would say what I would say. No, Mike, Mike, tell me. Tell me what Steve would say. Steve, shush. Shush. No, it's shush. just Steve was calling out the inappropriateness of, of wearing a schoolgirl outfit. But I mean, what about. Footy pajamas with bananas. Like on a them. onesie? Yeah. Ooh. You're right. I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what you want? No, I was, I was saying I was. No, this is more ammunition to your argument. I'm handing ammunition, Steve. All right. And you're shooting yourself with it. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I gotta get a section eight. <laughs> 
Okay, so she wants chocolate bunnies, onesie pajamas with bananas on them, and sneakers. Jordans. Jordans. She wants those Jordans. From NYC. And I've seen the lines of people when they come out, so I can understand. The the white Jordan 23 sneaks people go bananas for, huh? <laughs> like pajamas. A, yeah. You remember that TV show, Bananas and Pajamas? Are coming down the <laughs> stairs. Bananas. I'm just imagining the D-Word <laughs> remix of that. Of this beloved Innocent Children's show about two bananas in pajamas. I, I have not seen it, but it certainly sounds like some Clockwork Orange shit. <laughs> Yolandi's like twerking on one. <laughs> slapping the dick of the other one. <laughs> what, what I didn't that? imagine they had dicks. They're bananas. Oh, they're just two what giant dicks. The, <laughs> Is it anything like Veggie Tales? It, it was live action with people in giant costumes. Oh, so it's more like my eighth grade pageant. (laughs) Steve's eyes have glazed over. Flashback music. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Our Father's Day episode somehow turned into a weird surrealist nightmare. Well, you know what? That's actually... D. Antwood would probably want that. To have an episode on them turn into a surrealist nightmare. I mean, there's there's still more of the song, and I do want to at least hear a little bit more of the second verse <laughs> where uh, where Ninja, aka Daddy, comes back. I like when he starts dissing the other daddies. That's good. <laughs> hey, Daddy's got to look out for each other, fathers and dads. Oh no, he's a narcissist daddy. He's all it's 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 all about this daddy. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, That's the it. most controversial part of this episode That's so far. <laughs> Man, I... Uh, okay, I, that part sounds pretty nice. Yeah. This is a nice vacation. So he's taking her on literally, quote, a magical holiday uh, where she's riding dolphins. That just sounds great. That sounds wholesome. That and sounds- he's just chilling on the beach. You know, I have no problem. This is the most pleasant part of the song. This is the part where I'm like, I would love to be uh, his baby girl. In this you know context. what, guys? You know what, guys? You're absolutely right. I stand corrected from everything I've said up to this point. Everything you guys have been saying is the absolute truth, and I'm just reading way too much into it. Now, play this next lyric. Sure, sure thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Baby girl. Never mind. Want an orgasm. Uh, Yo, baby, where's your ID? Now, I'm sure there's a perfectly innocent explanation for why he sidetracked this lovely trip to the beach. I retract my entire argument. (laughs) It's because she has a... Yes, Nick, please explain this away. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. So so she is, um, oh, let's say 18. She's 18. She has a boyfriend um, who she met in a study abroad program. He lives in uh, England, let's say. He's in England. And uh, they've been missing each other for a very long time. You know, right, it's been long right. distance for a while, but the physical the physical urges are starting to kick in. And uh, she really wants an orgasm, which she wants to have with her boyfriend, who's also <laughs> 18 and there's nothing wrong with. Right, right. But her dad was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't go back to England without your passport. Where's your ID? So he helps her find her passport so she can go back 
to get a ticket to visit her boyfriend where she can have the orgasm. Is this, this is this, now Nick, if we're going to go with your theory here, then we're mm-hmm. looking at the whole song. Yeah. You can read more of Nick Brigadier's fan fiction at wordpress.com. That's wordpress.com. Yes, they I, are bought, not the, I bought the domain for the whole website, wordpress.com, <laughs> just so it could be my fan fiction. Did it cost several hundreds of thousands of dollars? Yes. Was it worth it? Absolutely. But what were you saying about my theory? My perfectly, totally, Uh, 100% true theory? (laughs) So you said there's daddy, there's her, and then there's the guy she wants to get the orgasm from. Yes. They just have a very healthy adult relationship where father and daughter can discuss sexual topics openly without fear of recriminations, reprisals, or embarrassment. At least in Nick's fan fiction. And, and she's like, you know what, Dad? I got to stop forgetting my underwear at home, too. I keep forgetting shit. So make sure you spank me when I forget my panties. Is that... <laughs> so yes, here's going Nick's... back to the first verse. <laughs> here's Nick's scalpel. And here's Mike's sledgehammer. I wonder what will happen when I use them. <laughs> I'm saying parents like I think I think it's healthy for a for a parent child relationship for the parents to be able to feel like they can hold their children accountable for things like you two getting panties. You two would have been <laughs> You two would have been hilarious brothers. If you two had been brothers, I can fully see a situation where like Nick is like the two of you were totally going to get in trouble for a thing you did and Nick goes through like 5 minute explanation trying to convince your parents why you didn't do what they know you did and then they almost buy it and then Mike will come in at the end and go like yeah yeah and it's therefore like a super shit faced scalpel (laughs) I'm just saying if you assume best intention if you go into things with an open mind this song just seems to be describing a a healthy parental child relationship I have a slightly different theory here Nick Look, it's dual meaning, Steve. She wants to order a sex on the beach. That's a beverage. No, and he's gonna... asking for the sex on the beach. Yeah, he yeah, needs her ID. The... He left this in the hotel room, but she's got to go up to the bar. And yeah, maybe an orgasm is just like a chaser you get for the sex on the beach. See? Crisis averted, Why Steve. Why are you so over-sexual all the yes, time, Steve? Steve. <laughs> all right, I get guess I'll Get the schoolgirl put... outfits out of your head. Guess I'll put my pants back on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which was difficult for him to do after the car accident. God damn. I mean, this can't air. (laughs) Before we move on, I do want to make this small point. I I don't mean to, uh, like throw everything out of whack. I do want to make a small point. Somehow it seems as though after the special episode where we weren't going to, where we, we built this episode around the idea that we would talk about this stuff that we wouldn't be able to make jokes about, and that way we could just get it all in one and explain why we do it that way. And then somehow the very next two episodes we did were about getting pissed on and having sex with people you're pretending are children. So... I seem to be the only one here who has noticed that our very special episode has only made us more comfortable with this subject material as opposed to putting a stop to it. We, it's, listen, we're just having a little fun right now because this song's ridiculous, you know? But I believe... 
I'm just saying we had an episode where we were like, we can't make fun of R. Kelly because of all the weird sex shit he's into. Cut to next week's episode where we talk about <laughs> okay. all the peeing. Okay. There's a okay, you are conflating massively fictional songs talking about consenting adult, consensual sexual activities between adults versus an actual monster. Very, very different, Steve. He warped the minds of young teens. This is a young 20-year-old. <laughs> okay. It's their responsibility if their mind gets warped. When you put it like that, it's like, it's... That monster warps the mind of that 19-year-old, which is not bad, as bad as warping the mind of that 20-year-old. Totally different. Listeners, I just want you to know, this is very visibly Steve's favorite part of the song. Oh. It looks like, it looks like someone shoved a lemon in your mouth. That, that is, that's going to haunt my dreams for a long time. Wait, Steve, what's going to haunt your dreams? Was it, was it this? No, the other thing. Oh, okay. Well, hang on, what else does she have So she's uh, posing some fighting words to other daddies out there, or other cuck daddies. Or okay, so wait, in, the, in this context, in the context that we have settled on, this adult woman pretending to be a baby girl is talking to other adult women pretending to be baby girls, dissing their daddies, which in this case are just men of maybe around the same age. Who are pretending to be their quote-unquote daddies. Yeah, Nick, it's called an online community. Valid. Okay. Uh, yeah, Nick, I think you nailed, yeah, that's a nail on the head right there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, she's and she's calling him shit. I yeah, mean, she's very aggressive. What sucks? She is, ag- she is as aggressive as her voice is high-pitched. <laughs> Does she seriously inhale a balloon before every performance? I, I love you, Dad. I think she just talks <laughs> like that. I, I can't even imitate it. <laughs> I love you. Actually, Steve, that is... I love you, Daddy. I love you. Steve, I am isolating that audio and making that my ringtone. All right, well, I'm not going to church with you no more. Now, I got to take this call, guys. Hang on. I love you, Daddy. Sorry, Father. Sorry, Daddy. I mean, Father. <laughs> Happy Daddy's Day. Is that, a, is that a day yet? I know it's Father's Day. You think they're going to make it... The ish? Daddies need love too. Daddy, yo! <laughs> so, says so Steve. By how wide a margin is this your favorite song we've ever done? The head of a pin. But it is still his favorite, folks. <laughs> Steve, are you telling me? I'm not telling you anything anymore. <laughs> I refuse to be a party 
to whatever it is you got going on. There is something sweet about a partner referring to to you, to, to you as a dad. That's a debatable opinion, I would, but it is a it is an opinion. Because uh, Nick, all opinions are debatable. That's what makes them opinions. Oh, not all opinions. We are currently a, among a, an... You see it all over the place. Do I? You do. You're starting to see it more, because this is not a foreign concept to you, I know. Even though it is South African. <laughs> Daddy-baby girl culture is, you know... Yes, it exists. These big it's, little things and the and the whole you know kinks and whatever—it's a thing. It's it's a thing that's been around, and and now people, I believe, you know, like when you refer to someone as daddy, that's a powerful name. Who's more powerful than your daddy? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Superman. Who? Steve? Who? Superman. <laughs> now, because it means. Your seed is worthy. You're gonna, you can make, you can. <laughs> Steven has unplugged his headphones. Uh, usually the point where Mike mentions the word seed is usually the part in the oh, podcast so, where that happens. He's done. <laughs> no, but Mike, please continue that thought. I'm dying to hear more. Look, I'm just gonna say it. Don't knock until it happens. That's all I'm saying. You know? Like. <laughs> like now I feel like taking my headphones off in confusion. Because <laughs> it'll, it'll just hit you at some point randomly. Right before the car does. Yes. Again. Again. <laughs> I'm telling you, I bet at least 50% of our listeners. 5-0. Five 5-0. Zero. Five zero. I would say 50% plus would be intrigued, if not turned on at the concept, at calling someone a daddy. Or being called daddy by their sexual partner. You are casting a very odd net <laughs> very widely over a very, very small group I gotta of people. say, though, variations of that dynamic I've encountered and do seem to be very popular. Uh, except when Tell you're, us more. When you're hanging around theater people, it's more of a Christine Phantom dynamic. But it's oh, kind yeah. of the same thing. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with a master ingenue. <laughs> scenario that's perfectly normal why are you guys trying to make that weird <laughs> really this Steve? suddenly hit home to steve <laughs> it's super normal he's wiser and older older and oh my god i have to go <laughs> But Mike, for 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 all the fun we had at this song's expense, it is still describing, as you said, like a functioning consensual sexy dynamic. Right. Which what is, has wh- D Antwerp been up to recently, though? So D Antwerp—they decided to not do it that way. So they are currently in a feud with another artist. Her name is Johnny. 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 Okay, so this is between Johnny. So, back in March of... <laughs> Johnny, Ninja, and Yolandi? <clears throat> They're like the new Crosby, Stills, and Nash. She releases a diss track in March. Dissing Ninja and Yolandi. Okay. D- D'Antwood. And it 
is about some events that took place about six years ago. Mm. Okay, this is where things get a little crazy. So, hold on, guys. Okay. This episode is currently at two hours, <laughs> five minutes. We can wrap this up quick, but... So, Zani, like you were mentioning, Yolandi and Ninja had a very weird relationship. Well, well, unusual, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and Ninja was having a relationship with uh, Zani. And J- Johnny? Ja- I'm sorry, Johnny. Johnny. It's like the Z in Dijon mustard. So, oh, man. <laughs> Who do you want to read for, Steve? Do you want to read for anybody? Or- no. I mean, I'll, I'll, so there's a, there's a text message conversation. It's, that's it's just pretty graphic. It's pretty graphic uh, between, between Johnny and... Uh, so I'm assuming Johnny is the one who showed the screenshots of this. Yes. Johnny had all the receipts. DeAntward has shown none. They've shown nothing. They've only done these, as far as I'm aware, these, um, these videos out to their fans and their Instagram... Tearing down Zani, calling her a um, a um, a clout whore, okay. like she's going out for the attention. Yes, she did release this. <clears throat> she released this diss track just before Deantwoord's new album was going to drop, and they thought the timing was interesting. And well, also, it's six years later. And it's also six years later, and people were like, "Why did you wait?" And, and it, I mean, these are the arguments that come up with a lot of allegations yeah. that come up sexually. And again, as but, far as I'm aware, she's not looking to press charge. Oh, so what, what is she looking? Yeah, what is she saying they did? So what happened was um, she had an Instagram post. This is this is a big post. She, during my stay in Africa, she went to Africa with Ninja. Watkin took me out to an isolated location known as the wilderness. I had no SIM cards and, and had no way to contact the outside world. We took shrooms together, and Watkin quickly became manic and out of control. He began ranting about Jesus, this being his last incarnation on Earth, and the fact he had done shrooms at this location with his brother, who had committed suicide. We returned to our accommodation where he started speaking in tons and proceeded to fuck me. I froze in fear as he ravaged me and began to snarl and growl like a demon. He strangled me, and I was afraid that he would kill me. He climaxed and came inside me. He had stated he was a yoga master and so well-versed in Tantra that he would never come inside me. He then passed out. I laid catonic, and he came to speaking in a baby voice, asking me, Zani, what happened? I don't remember. Oh. So. I fell asleep. What were we talking about? That's pretty fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. However... These two had a very weird relationship to begin with. Has Ninja had a normal <laughs> relationship? I don't think so. So, <clears throat> I'm Ninja, and this is my girlfriend, Cheryl. <laughs> she is a part-time barista and occasionally works down at the Boom Boom Room. And I take shrooms in a place called the Wilderness. So, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to read a pretty fucked up text that they had back and forth. I'll, I'll be... <laughs> I'll be Ninja, and you can be Johnny. Okay. So Ninja's like... By the way, Ninja texts like fucking crazy. He gets stuck in the blue. Do you know what that is? That's where you... It's all sense, and you're getting very few messages back. Because he just just airs out all his brain, I guess. I don't know. So he's like... You know what a witch would tell me after I bang on her hidden door like this? She would say, my door is open for you. 
come inside me. Gush. Simple. And then she replied, uh, who is this? No. Uh, <laughs> Mom? <laughs> I don't recognize the number. Who is this? <laughs> uh, no, she replied, I am super fucking natural. You are just this huge energy that's walked in on me and it's almost threatening. But I'm intrigued and want I learn and play and gush. Uh, and then she corrected want to learn. So I want to learn and play and gush. So she wants to play. This is another sexual dynamic. But the man's insane. Okay. Um, this is, I'm not, I'm not sure what day. Th- these are all like a bunch of series of texts before the trip to Africa. After the trip of, to Africa. Okay. So this is all pre-Africa. Yeah. Okay. I bless the rains down there. So this one's, okay, again, uh, I hope this doesn't trigger anybody out, but it's it's, it's graphic, I think it's it, a little uh, late for that. All right, because I haven't read this yet, but uh, I will trust my... We can take piece. this out if you want to, Nick, but we might... No, 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 we're, we're in it, but... Uh, Sorry that you, remember, you're the green. So she says, so evolved, boys are stinky butts, we significantly more complex... It's a little condescending. I've been triggered. And, and then just says, I'm going to have to rape it one day, though, when you're drunk, with lots of lube and slow gangster rap. Did he refer to her as it? Is that what he said? Yes, he did say, I'm going to have number two, rape it one day, though. Uh, and she replied, sounds like fun. Now, was this before or after he actually raped her? Before. Especially when you're getting raped in the butt to gangster rap, it'll be a special occasion. To which she replied, neck level friendship thing. Next level friendship thing, I assume, is what that is a abbreviation for? Like on your birthday or something. I mean, this, so if if you can imagine. <laughs> I don't have friends like that. <laughs> Maybe well, for your birthday. So, okay. This is where, guys, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know a whole lot about this. I don't know. I don't know about every kink out there. I just know kinks exist, and, I, and people have fantasies, and people have fucked up fantasies. That, yes, that just like you know, I mean, to to the normal person might be just fucking really out there. But the idea, of the whole thing is, is you're supposed to feel safe. Yes, safe enough to say fucked up shit, have fucked up shit said to you, done to you, whatever. But at the end of the day, you don't feel endangered. They're safe words for a reason. And she's she's saying she did after that experience. She did what? Feel endangered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is why, folks, taking drugs with a deranged lunatic. Now, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. We got to make sure the audience is really listening for this part because I feel like this is information that they would have never come upon themselves. They would have never pieced this together without your help. Clearly, it needs to be said if somebody did engage in this. So. So, let's... Um, so she releases the album. Actually, can we listen to the song a little bit of hers? Her diss track? Her diss track. Just so people can get an idea of, like, she comes out swinging. She seems very angry. When she releases the video, she goes, I didn't want to do this, but you publicly lied to a million, your, your million followers about me, tried to get me removed from Instagram, and then issued me a cease and desist through your lawyer to take down this song that you forced my hand. I gave you a chance to come clean and apologize for the abuse. I guess I was right. 4,000 periods. <laughs> the question was finally asked, and you choked, cunt. Again, no <laughs> comma. 
That's not what it's according to punctuation. That's not what that sentence reads like. And this is the diss track with the. With the you said you fucking pick me because I look like your daughter 16. You're disgusting, pedophile cunt. But you glad that I'm finally gushing. So private skill, boy, you're running. You jack white trash gangster style. But I come from that nightmare, you fake fuck. I'm about to pay the price. Bye bye, you're lost. You shared those photos. One got set with bomb cunt. Email them to cost me. That was a crime cunt. Sex offending ass. That was a crime punk. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot to this. There's people that should be in jail that aren't. And people that are in jail that shouldn't be. And that's what Daddy by D. Antwoord is all about. He's a bad daddy, which is the, the, the you know, for Father's Day. the, the Or, <laughs> as a corollary to that, he's a rapist slash criminal. The guy is uh, an idiot. And he's crazy. And he's hyper-violently sexual. <laughs> what a wonderful combination. What a weird and wild journey this has been. <laughs> but he looks for people who are into that. Based on Yolandi and Zani. Yes. And based on the text messages. What he did was wrong. I don't know if he thinks it was wrong. And because that is what the current... <laughs> And that this, is, this was this was uh, March she released that diss track, I believe. It's still fairly... She's only mad based on, again, even what the music video said, was because they sent a cease and desist letter and she felt like he was trying to silence her. I don't believe this diss track was out to do anything except for share a, a hard experience she had. That I don't she think think she... is what music is technically supposed to help right. do. Exactly. I don't think she goes very specific. She literally the music video is doing a rapid montage of the screenshots from the conversation, which she said was in response to that. Oh, that that because it was it was just the audio at first, and then they. Oh yes, that's 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 true. They sent the audio cease and desist, then music video, and then she responded with the music video saying, "Fucking, I'm I'm setting myself on fire. I don't give a shit." And there it was. So uh, all the text revealed that he. I mean. He's on. Un- he's unstable for for certain. Um, to a point that's indefensible, except for defense by insanity. If that's the corner you're backed into, things aren't looking good. But she again. I don't think she's. She, I don't. Be, I don't believe. I think she just wants him to acknowledge it and to apologize. But I. Don't, but then when it comes to South African legal system, I don't fucking know. So. Yeah. Also, um, you didn't research South African legalities for this episode on daddy. <clears throat> Later in this text conversation, he asks her what color panties she's wearing, and she sends back a photo that she's wearing none. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's encouraging the behavior. So... Because we saw the video. Yeah. Why would you send a, a crotch shot and not just, you know, if you weren't some weirdly interested? Yeah. No, it's, it, it, it is a world of people with interests and proclivities that are foreign to me. Steve. And I take it by Steve's head leaning into his microphone that he uh, similarly. Guys, guys, guys. I know I say this all the time, but I want you to know that at this moment, I really, truly mean it. 
I don't want to be here. Well, on that note, <laughs> happy Father's happy Day. Father. Happy Father's Day. Wow, what a what a what a uh, what a bitter pill to end this episode on. But I'm glad you did mention it. We should have uh, us and the listeners should have the full context of what yeah, is happening. I was unaware of all of this. It's I was blissfully unaware of all of this. Yes. Well, that's even what, even to the point of not even knowing that Deantward was a thing, or who they were, or what they did. That's why I wanted to save that for the. I don't know, because the song itself, though involved in that culture and stuff, like between Yolandi and as a, as far as I know, as far as it's out there, as far as public note, I mean Yolandi and uh, is, is defending um, yeah. Ninja to the fullest extent. She even was coming at Zani. Saying this is all publicity stunt, which I mean, again, this is you, you always hear this. I, I'm siding with Zani on this. Yeah, based but on I what th- you told I, me, I, I would think he's. As well. I think he's a bit dim, <laughs> and he's crazy. Careful there, Mike. <laughs> we don't want to get into defamation <laughs> character situations here. So, uh, for listeners, I'd offer this piece of advice: if you're involved in a kink relationship, make. Uh, don't take uh, s- don't take drugs with someone you hardly know. Don't drug people surprisingly, and, and <laughs> don't you're surprise and drug set, people. And you're, set up a flight to South Africa. You're just you're just you just set boundaries. Is that what you're trying to say? Set boundaries. Set some boundaries. Okay, good. Know your safe words. Make sure you're with Have someone some. who's going to respect yes. them. If you are in the domination position, be aware. Be present. And you know, and power bottom is a perfectly fine position, too. That it is. Nobody because was saying it wasn't, Steve. Everyone, at the end of the day... Don't judge me. As crazy or weird as things get, everyone's supposed... It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a good time. And Well, it wasn't. <laughs> it No. Don't start... Don't get all crazy. Start speaking in tons and start strangling people. You know, it's... As true today as it was when it was written. Uh, yeah, Mike, I, I would. I, I think people would be hard pressed to disagree with that advice. I hope. <laughs> Nick, stop letting Mike talk. I'm begging you. <laughs> well, no, I mean any. I mean, I, I, I'm glad you introduced this to me. I was. It was interesting to actually hear a word song where I could understand the lyrics. Uh, and I don't know if I want to understand any more. Yep. Well, that's the thing. Honestly, this this is kind of a preemptive little. I mean, if Deanne's word ends up dead, I, I don't mean like well, I don't mean like de- I mean like their music. If people, yes. If like people boycott their music, if any, this is all starting pretty recently. I mean, March. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as it gets more and more known, I mean, people are having strong reactions to it. So, well, if their music ends up dead, the song topsy report is where. It will always end up to be dissected. Yes. And what a beautiful button for this episode. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Why you couldn't can, you have buttoned this the half an hour ago? Because we had to get... With the, the, the people had to know, Steve. They had to know. I didn't. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out Dabber Devil Productions to see some hot new content coming out, um, including Dairies of Our Lives, which if you have not seen yet, what are you waiting for? It is great entertainment. I am telling you. I know there's regular listeners there. And the numbers are abysmal, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Internet. I'm sorry you don't seem to appreciate whimsy. Especially you, after this episode. You fucking nards. 
look, and if this and if, if this was a little too heavy for you, which we keep having, some which episode. you wouldn't have been aware of until you got to like an hour into the episode. <laughs> uh, great palate cleanser. Uh, some good old fashioned milk puns. You know, just wholesome whole milk puns. <laughs> And uh, and then also, uh, we had a little work on another web series coming out through Dapper Devil Productions called 15. That's probably going to be coming out later, but uh, check the Instagram to see some some cool vids from that. And uh, Steve's in it! Yes, he is. I'm in everything. You are. <laughs> because I'm desperate for work. You're the, fa- <laughs> you're, you're the face of Dapper Devil Productions and the Song Tops Report as a whole. Uh, and uh, Mike, where can we find you? You can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. Um and that's uh Mr. Mr. dot and you can find uh, me on the Dapper Devil website on the bio page. Why not? And that's where you'll find areas of our lives as well. And um uh, yeah, and like Nick said, please send in some song suggestions. You know, I actually picked this song and I dug into it what? today. <laughs> actually, I, my girlfriend Cheryl sent it over to me and I laughed and I thought it was funny and then I realized it was kind of crazy so (laughs) careful there wizard Uh, don't pull back the curtain too far (laughs) but um what was I going to say oh yeah also uh listen in in, in honor of Father's Day why don't you send us in who your favorite daddy is is it your own personal daddy is it uh who's the guy from Jurassic Park the Tyrannosaurus Rex (laughs) Ian Malcolm? No, Alan no, Grant? No, the sexy guy. Ian Malcolm? <laughs> no, 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 the other guy. <laughs> we know who Steve leads. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. That's the character that's the character he plays. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. Was it the character or is it the actor? That's great you question. Us? You tell great, us listeners. Great thing for the listeners. Who's your favorite daddy, Steve? Anyway, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at your man Trollo until I get kicked off for everything I said today. And uh, on the Dapper Devil Productions website and uh, in all of the things that they and we film because, again, desperate for work. And I appreciate the work. Don't get me wrong. I just want... I need it. I need it. Uh, Well, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I am delighted to be done with D-Antword. And we will see you next week. Take care. That is like the most milk toast ending I could possibly <laughs> give for everything we just discussed. Where was the Father's Day pun? When the wind is free and day good, carry yourself, you belong to me. Eat an apple every day, get to bed by three. It's a Dapper Devil production, see?